You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Two footy legends covering all things sport for Kia's open season. On now with match-winning deals and Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Welcome to Sports Day, Wednesday afternoon. Scott Sattler, Jason Matthews in the Sports Day studio. Badge back on Monday, March 1. Sats, hello to you. Hello, listeners. Hello, Jace. Hello, listeners as well. And our only hope, uh, no, actually, Dylan Alcott still yep. in the Australian Open. But, yeah, hard news this afternoon to see uh, Ash Barty out. And, but some are saying controversial tactics by the uh, mm. by the opponent the check we'll get to this opponent yeah i'm going to play some audio which doesn't make sense to me mm-hmm. and it might explain the tactics of her opponent okay, okay today yep. hey listen just in the sports day office uh, we've got about nine televisions i, I don't know <laughs> how I, good is it yeah but we still can't fit all the sport on the tvs available to us but We've been watching some old reruns of some games. Uh, the games start, in the eighties, in the eighties, in the NRL, well, mm. rugby league, and well, we've just watched you throw the winning pass uh, in a North Sydney versus Panthers game. Uh, it was very good. Sats, that was a nice right step, mate. Thank you. It was very good. It was a bit of a shimmy and a pass, but one game really caught my eye. The Sava. It was an old game between Canterbury Bulldogs and Cronulla. At Belmore. At Belmore. It was packed. Yeah. One thing I have noticed, the crowds. The hill. used to be huge. The hill was massive. Remember the train used to go. I grew up near Belmore. Yeah. I grew up in Yuguna, which is not far from, from Belmore. I'm not sure what end that was. Listeners, 0477 Bulldogs play, uh, fans. I don't know what end the train used to go. It was the southern on end. Belmore, Belmore Oval. But, mate, I used to catch the train a lot, and the train would actually slow down <laughs> to watch the football. And everyone go, oh, there's a footy game. Yeah. It, it was amazing back in the old days, hey? So the old Red Rattlers in around the old, Sydney. That was the old days around Leichhardt, uh, all those regional grounds where on a Sunday at 3 o'clock, it was three, ga- three grades on that day. Yeah. Everyone would start heading towards the ground and the streets were just packed. The hot dog man had his hot dog vending machine oh, out on the so street. Good, it was, yeah. oh, no, it was so th- good. There was no health department worrying about <laughs> how long that water's been in the hot dog van yeah. for. But what I wanted to say was that the amount of cautions on the run I saw in that game from blokes trying to uh, – Gavin Miller tried to rip their head off. Some bloke. Are you talking about the referee? On the yeah, run, he just pointed at the person yeah, and say and, – And the commentator goes, that's a caution on the run. Nowadays, you'd be off for six weeks. Billy Harrigan and Steve Clark were good for that, the caution on the run. Were they? If someone got you and you got them back, <laughs> like Steve Clark or Billy would say, Rodio, he got you, you got you, you got him back. It's it's equal now. Come on, let's get on with the game. Yeah, right. And do it on the run. It was uh, yeah, it was good. You know what else I've enjoyed? What's that? Is the old sponsors on the jerseys. Now we're not getting anything for this because, as you know, I'm I'm the brand ambassador 
for Four Pines. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm actually sponsored by Four Pines Brewery. But we'll get into that in just a moment. But like watching South today, there's an old South game. Who was it? English Chickens or something I like that? I think it's Ing- uh, Ignis Fridges, I think. But for Smith's Crisp. Smith's Crisp was my favourite. Yeah. Absolute favourite. And they had that old jersey with the big band across the middle. where they like ch- Masterton Homes was on the front of Western Suburbs Magpies. It was yeah. incredible, mate. I used to love that. So, hey, if you've got some memories of watching the old games, I mean, there's a lot on at the moment on Fox as we lead up to the NRL season. Uh, jump on the uh, text 0477-736-736. Or you can actually, if you want, you can actually uh, send, call us the old the old fashioned way, one three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three. Another favourite was the Illawarra Steelers. Their BHP. major sponsor, no, was Kaiser Stool. Oh, was it? Yeah, remember the the wine brand Kaiser. Oh, Stuhl. I remember the old yeah. BH big the big BHP, BHP as well. And, thing. Uh, and listen, I, I did mention. I like to mention this off the top because my good friends at Four Pines Brewing Co. Do I sound like John Laws when I say my good friends? I know this upsets. Wait till Badge finds out mm. that I've got. I'm I'm a brand ambassador for Four Pines Brewing Co. I mean, if you look at me, this is a Four Pines Brewing Co. beer drinking guy, <laughs> right here. I tell you what, I've done you a favour today, by the way, by drinking my Four Pines. Yeah. <laughs> yes, as they're the official beer of Sports Day with Badge and Sats, I let them you know do that. But I I've arranged some samples for you. All right. And I may even have like a bottle opener for you. Can we try them on air, the different? No, you're not allowed to. It's against company policy. Is it? Okay. Well, we've got to be busted first, let's be honest. Yep. And don't try that at home, kids. So welcome, Four Pines Brewing Co. Love having you involved with the show. Uh, today's show, it's a biggie. Chris uh, Clinton Shivkovsky is joining us. Um, we've been doing these wonderful interviews about players in sport moving into business. And yep. he's, he, he's in sports management now. He's uh, player management in rugby league and rugby union uh, and a really good company along with um, Steve Gillis, his partner, who was his manager when he played. And it's, yeah, it's about that transformation from player to business after playing and not a lot of people know what they want to do immediately. He knew what he wanted to do, something in business, and he's become a very, very powerful player manager. There was plenty going on. Uh, but right now, let's get into a sports update. Now, time for a Sports Day Sports Update for Pharmacy Sleep Services. Get tested for sleep apnea. Yeah, we better kick it off with an Australian Open update uh, thanks to Key's Open season. On now with match-winning deals, as we said earlier, Ash Barty out of the Australian Open. What a shock, Sats, this was today. She did it easy in the first set, 6-1. She had a break in the second set, and then her component, Carolina Mubalova, um, had a medical uh, timeout. For 10 minutes, and it absolutely stopped all momentum that Ash Barty had while she had to wait for this medical uh, timeout. Um, Carolina ended up winning uh, 1-6, 6-3, 6-2. She did it easy in the end. End up doing it easy, yeah. But it was when that when that break was uh, was taken uh, by the Czech player, uh, many are thinking that it was, it was tactics, and absolutely it was tactics, but... I think she was under a fair bit of stress or distress from the from the conditions. We know that centre court at Melbourne can get very hot, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, a month later than what it usually is in January. Um, but in saying that, um, it's the same for both players. Have a listen to this bit of audio I've got, and you tell me if this sounds legit. Have a listen to this. Yeah, you know, I started to be feeling a bit lost, and uh, by the end of the first set, Ash started very good. She played, she played uh, 
almost like no mistakes. It was very tough and I was a bit lost on the court and my head was spinning so I took a break and it helped me. Uh, I tried to get back pl played a bit faster rally so we don't play that, uh, that long once in the first set and, and um, it worked well. In that medical timeout, we know that in the tournament prior to this, you actually weren't able to play a match. You had to default, I believe, an abdominal injury. Was that what you were treated on off the court? No, no. It was more uh, they just checked my pressure and uh, because I was, as I said, a bit lost, you know. Okay. Uh, I was spinning, so, so uh, they cooled me down a bit with ice and, and it helped me. Um, I, yeah. She, she needed to lift her tempo, but she was feeling dizzy. I just think she took the 10 minutes to compose herself. And yeah. I guess the argument is, and, and Ash Barty's not even mentioning this or complaining mm. about this, I guess if it's there and you can do it, why not? I guess the consequences, if she doesn't take that and we don't believe her and she faints on court and gets herself seriously injured, well, then, you know, we don't want to see that either. But it certainly helped her win that match. Absolutely, yeah. Well, she's admitted she took advantage of that time to uh, to lift her intensity. But in saying that also, in her defence, Ash Barty's the number one. She should have taken that time also to think about what her sure. next strategy is. Now, she was, what, one set up and second set up. A break. A, and a break as well. So um, she should have taken that time and she'd be ruining that, that opportunity that she didn't take advantage of it. So... I think it's more of a concern around Ash not taking advantage of it. But outside of that, it was a it was a tactic that was used. Mm, and a, to their credit, they got away with it. Carolina, that's the first time she's actually won herself uh, won a quarterfinal. Yep. In a Grand Slam, so congratulations through to the semis. Now it made me think though today, and we're, we're having a chat about it, what other sports stars have stretched the rules to their advantage. Use it as a tactic. Diego Maradona, 1986 World Cup versus England, the hand of God. Oh, that's right. Oh, God, the hand of God. Yeah. What a way to say, look, I handballed and I cheated. Um, I thought of one straight off today when we're thinking about this, and yeah. we've had him on the show this week, and we love him. Absolutely love Benny Elias, right? He's been on the show. But the time he bit himself... And then blamed his fierce rival, Mario Fennick, for the bite. And then Mario gets sent off. I mean, <laughs> yeah. come on. Well, you know? and, and the ref believed Benny Elias. I mean, okay, put it this way. If you line, if you got Mario Fennick and Benny Elias <laughs> together, who would you believe? Oh, Mario. Oh, actually, you know what? At the time you lined up both of them, they're both doing life. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah that's They're both right. doing life. I'll give you another tactic, or you could call I don't want to use the word cheat because she, she was within the rules. Yeah. This wasn't in the rules. Remember Fine Cotton? Oh, yes. That horse race? With the white paints? Yeah, so they painted another horse. Oh. and But this is not in the rules? When it went into the into the mounting yard after winning the race, all the paint started running. Because it was sweating. Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> But there's been a lot of examples where in sports the tactics have been used to to use them to your advantage. Uh, what, can you think of some? one three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three, or shoot us a text 0477736736. I've got a really good one. We're going to talk about this a little bit yeah, later we on. Are. Topic. Yeah, yeah. I've got a really good one which involved Cassius Clay, a.k.a. Muhammad uh, Ali. Yeah. Rightio. Uh, Djokovic won last night, much to my disgust, because I backed the other bloke. You also And I was one set up, mate. You no, I didn't. I didn't back her. Didn't you back? Gamble Halep responsibly, as well? kids. No, I didn't. Okay. No, I didn't. I didn't get on um, Halep in the end. Uh, but yeah, geez, Djokovic, he was good. But it took him smashing the you know what out of his racket to get going last night. Have a listen to this. 
There's Zverev now serving into the Djokovic body and he's frustrated and he smashes the racket about four times and that racket is absolutely dismantled. Wow. So that is what's bubbling just under the skin wow. of Novak Djokovic. I have not seen him quite react like that, but something had to give. You could just see he was just harbouring a little bit of something. It was a relief for me, I mean, but I wouldn't recommend this kind of relief channeling if you want to call it um of course i'm not proud of this kind of uh, moments you know when i break the record of course i'm not proud of that but uh you go through a lot of lot of different emotions you go through a lot of inner battle and uh everyone is different i i have my own demons that i have to fight with and uh, i'm sure that everybody else has them too they everyone has their own way of dealing with that to me it happens and then uh, today it actually helped, uh, even though I, I don't intentionally do it in order for it to help me. But it's just accumulation of of things that happen and, and you know big moments and some shots that were missed and um, I just kind of let it go. Poor racket. Yeah, poor racket. Uh, yeah, he admits it wasn't the right thing to do. My favourite part of that clip is Brett Phillips, who's our Sports Day um, tennis expert, commentating there the sound effects of the seagulls in the background because there's no crowd. Have you ever heard a seagull go... In a stadium. In a stadium yep. at a Grand Slam yeah. event. That, to me, is the highlight of the Australian Open so far. Serena Williams also was a winner last night. Geez, a juicy semi-final against Naomi Osaka coming yeah. up tomorrow. She was a lot of finesse about her game, and she talked about the older she's getting, she's got to be a lot more calculated, but the power in her shots. Unbelievable. Oh, ridiculous. 39 years of age, Sats will yep. play her 40th Grand Slam semi final. Yeah. You love those stats, no, I don't, don't you? I don't at all. Yeah. Hey, um, in relation to smashing a racket, yeah. I saw on Twitter Adam Gilchrist, the great cricket player, he, yeah. he, threw, up, he threw up a, a proposal yep. that if you smash your racket, you got to finish the set with that racket. <laughs> I think it'll stop people from smashing the racket. Yeah, I like perhaps. it. I'd stop sponsoring. Would you be surprised if I told you that Roger Federer in his teenage years was renowned for his I've heard this. his blow-ups and smashing of rackets yep. and abusing referees? Yeah. Absolutely surprised me. I listened to a really good podcast called Sports Wars. Yep. Federer versus Nadal. Yep. And it's a, it's a six-part series. It's tremendous. And they talk about how Federer was famous for just blowing his top. There At any given it. time. Well, there you have it. All right, it's open season at Kia with match-winning deals, Australia's best seven-year warranty across the range. Will we talk about the Australian Open anymore now that Ash is out? No. Okay, it's all over. Mm. All right, other sporting news. Trials this week in the NRL. There's not a lot of NRL news around today, but there are some trials. Tomorrow night, the, Eagle, uh, the Eels are playing the Dragons at Netstrata Jubilee Stadium yep. at, at 6 o'clock. Interesting thing, too, uh, a lot of these games are on KO, but if you don't have KO, you can actually stream them for free on NRL.com, which is fantastic. Yeah, it's great. I know the Queensland Rugby League as well. I read something the other day that they're streaming a lot of the trials as well. I think the Broncos are playing Winner Manly, the one of the Intrust Super Cup, the Queensland Cup teams. Right, good. And that's being streamed on the QRL as well. So the access to these trials, once upon a time, uh, the only trial that was really ever televised was the Charity Shield. Yep. That was before the, the yeah, All-Stars absolutely. games were yep. played. So... Oh, this is great to see. A couple of trials, well, three trials on Saturday. Uh, West Tigers versus the Roosters at Camden. Do you think? Do you think any of the Roosters actually know where Camden is? No. And, and were there GPS in their in their 
they will leave, they will leave the day before. They will Could, stay in a motel out there. In they Camden. won't stay in a motel. Oh, is there, Camden. Camden's beautiful. It's a great part. Mm. It's still some great bushland out there. But yep. will, will the rooster? Is there a private airport out at the out at Camden for the roosters to 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 fly the jet into, or will the European vehicles actually have what, it on their maps? Why do you dislike the roosters so much? Oh, is it just because you when, love South? How long have we got? How long we should dedicate a show? To We've got why a lot of our listeners, listeners, you no, know. we have not. We have. We've not got one rooster listener. Listening you know, to the show. we have. That's six thirty on Saturday night, and of course the NRL All Stars. I'm looking forward to this. You've got the Indigenous team versus the Maori team. Uh, the women's is. I'm looking forward to this game too. That's at about twenty to five, and then the men uh, do battle seven ten. That's going to be on Channel Nine this year yes, too. That's at uh, country, and Fox so Queensland as well. Country Bank Stadium in town as well. Mm. Mm. No, very good. Hey, yesterday Steve Mitchell. CEO from uh, the Titans was in studio with us, and I could not get this out of my head last night. Okay, and I couldn't get it out of my head this morning. And I spoke to you about it at lunchtime. Mm. I said, "Mate, have a listen to this audio where you ask Steve Mitchell about whether if they've had any contact with Cam Smith. Have a listen." Hey, just quickly on Cam, I'm not going to ask you whether he's going to sign or anything like that. That becomes white noise. What are you going to do? No, no, I'm, I'm going to say from a club point of view. There was contact made, but to him, but wasn't there some form of contact? Mm. No. Yeah, well, we're not in a position where we really talk, and we don't. We've and he keeps cards close to his chest as it yeah. is, Cam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know. What I found really interesting about that, he was facing you, not me. So we're at either end, and he was in the middle. Yep. He didn't answer your question. He just went, mm-mm. Well, his facial expression was uh, one of, well, I wouldn't say discomfort. It's just we have internally said that we're not going to address any questions in relation to Cam Smith. So, but the question was... Have you made any contact any, with him at Have all? you heard from him? Mm. Like, not, he, not, well, him. not even, Have you spoken to him? Yeah. Like, you're not saying, you're not asking him, are you, you know signing what? Cam Smith? What, what, are your, what was your... If I'm... What was your first reaction? I'm, I wouldn't want to rob a bank with Steve Mitchell, the no. CEO of the Titans, because his body language said, <laughs> get to the next question. But in saying that, um, tongue in cheek, uh, in saying that, if I'm a club representative and Cam Smith, we haven't made contact with him or he's not going to play, you just come in and say, you know what, we've been down that road. It's not going to happen. Because it's not getting answered, says to me that there is something that we will see in the very near future in relation to who he's going to play with. I had a source, and it's just a rumour. Like every other rumour that's out there, there is a possibility that we might see Cam Smith at some stage turn up at the Broncos. Now McCulloch's not there, and they've got a bit of coin. Yeah, now I don't think he'll go to the Broncos um, merely for the fact that if he's going to go to the Gold Coast Titans, he's going to get the same sort of money, and they're going to have a better season. Mm. And seen down at Madurabar, which is a, a place on the Gold Coast, a, a football oval there with a, you know, multiple balls with his boots on, um, passing and kicking. You know, yeah. So to himself, um, was he was he commentating? Smith throws <laughs> it to Smith. You know what? But um, but in saying that, the the Titans can't afford three million dollar three one million dollar yeah. players. Yeah. Uh, David Feeder, Ash Taylor, and say Cameron Smith. But they can afford a guy that plays half the season. So you don't have to play November, December, January, February, March. You don't That's have to pay April that wage. Onwards. From April onwards, you can. Mm. Yeah, they could probably afford a five or $600,000 player. Um, 
you know, I'm hearing that that Cam. And I'm trying to be respectful here because he yeah, hasn't tried. He hasn't tried to make a big deal out of this. Yep. So, but yeah, you know, we work in the sports industry. We've got to talk about it. I've always thought that he would just drift off into the sunset, and we would he wouldn't even have a press conference because that's just the way he is. He always flies yep. flies below the um, below the radar. But yeah, you know, I'm hearing that that his his beautiful wife Barb is uh, is over rugby league. She doesn't want the environment anymore. She wants to move on to the next chapter of of their them and their young children's lives. So your call is he probably won't play. Anyway, come on, stop sitting on the fence. Okay, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say okay. he's not going to play. All right. That's our sports update, snoring, waking up tired. Find out if you have sleep apnea, book a home sleep test at Pharmacy Sleep Services. This is Sports Day for Keys. Open season on now with match-winning deals. Sly from Harrington, a great memory from Belmore Oval was Eric Sims and Les Johns in the 60s in a kicking duel which lasted at least six minutes from end to end. Sims, he got him in the end. The crowd went wild. See you. Yeah, Eric Sims. He changed the game, Eric Sims. Absolutely did. Sports stars of small business. Our series continues in just a sec. A bit of a Queensland legend, Clinton Shivkovsky, joins us next on Sports Day. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Red Energy, for 100% Australian electricity and gas. And Kia's Open Season, on now with match-winning deals. Welcome back to Sports Day. you got Sats and Jace here for your Wednesday. I have a badge back on uh, Monday, March 1, so not yep. too far away. We're doing our um, business chats with sports people who have gone from Obviously, the world of sports, competing at the best, biggest and highest level, then transitioning into the sports world. It's called Sports Stars of Small Business. Thanks to Officeworks. Let's get to work. Officeworks, helping you make bigger things happen. Who is today's special guest, Sats? What I like about this one, Jace, is we've spoken to people like Ian Healy and Tim Horan and Benny Elias that have gone away from the game and have, have, built, their, have built their life after sport yep. outside of the game. Now, this... Still this, playing this person? Not playing. He right. could still play because he still <laughs> looks pretty fit. He was a tremendous rugby league player, but he stayed within the game as a player agent, which I'm always intrigued about. Uh, he played 281 first-grade games, two games for Queensland in origin, 23 games for the Reds in Super Rugby. It's Clinton Shivkovsky. How are you, Clinton? Hey, Sats, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, really good. Yeah, thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Now, just to the listeners, I've never called Clinton Shivkovsky Clinton. I usually call him Chock. Okay, so if you right. hear me call him Chock, don't get confused. Okay? It's not Mundine. It's not Chock Mundine. Right, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, Chock, when you, when you were playing, did you know what you – I mean, as I said, you're a player manager now with GS Sports Management, Steve Gillis, one of the, the true gentlemen of rugby league. But did you know what you wanted to do towards the end of your career? That was interesting. When I come into grade and – Footy. I was actually a diesel mechanic. I did an apprenticeship, so I'm a diesel mechanic by trade. I made a really good footballer in the end. Um, uh, but, I, but I finished my trade, and that sort of come back to help me at the back end of my career. So as I got a little bit older and started to progress through my career, I actually went back to university as a mature age student, did a business degree, um, and that got me in because I had a trade behind me. So, uh, so my plan was my ultimate plan or goal was to maybe work in club administration, be a CEO, something like that. So uh, that's what I would have liked to have done. And yeah, just by chance, I was coming towards the back end of my career and Steve 
approached me about maybe working with him. He'd always just worked by himself. And then I went away and had a bit of a think about it. I spoke to my wife and then I thought, this would be pretty awesome. You know, it'd be cool. You know, I wouldn't just be stuck in one club. I'd get to work with a number of clubs and a number of different players across the code. And, and at that stage, I was looking to switch codes and go into rugby union. And then I thought about that as well. I thought if I could switch codes and get into that code and go overseas and play over there and build some contacts and networks, you know, I could look to start doing that because as it was with Steve, he, he just was a rugby league agent, didn't have the contacts and the networks in union overseas, which is huge. There's so many opportunities for the players, you know, whether it's Japan, England, Ireland, Scotland, France. So, so I thought if I could go there and do that, that would be my point of difference with my business or, or Stephen, our, our business. So, um, and as it's worked out, that's sort of pretty much been the case. It's been a few bumps and it's been a long road, but we've you know, built a really good little business that we're proud of and uh, we've got a number of really good players in both codes. So, yeah, it's super exciting. So how many players have you got on your entire books now, Chuck? Um, we've got four agents in our business, um, sort of from... So in rugby league, you sign on players from the age of 15, which I probably don't agree with, mm-hmm. um, but that's uh, some, maybe some changes happening there. Um, to first grade, we'd probably have 70 players between both codes across four ages. So we're quite boutique with how we do it. We try not to spread it far and wide. We think we've got a good eye for who we recruit. Um, yeah, so we do it a little bit different. That's our style. So. So for any young entrepreneur listening who's thinking about, you know, getting into business, uh, Clint, you talked about hurdles. What are some of the hurdles you came up against and some of the bumps? Uh, yeah, I suppose I was one, the, the one big positive for me was I was going into business with someone that I knew and I trusted. Like Steve was my agent when I played, so he managed me for my entire career. So that was a blessing in disguise for me, really. Um, to have someone going into business you trust, I probably trust the second of my dad. I've known him for 25 years now. He jokes, uh, Sats knows him well. He jokes that's why he looks so old, um, <laughs> having to deal with me for 25 years. But um, yeah, so that was that was tough. Sort of coming in, uh, not ha- I did have a little bit of credibility being an ex-player, but you know you've got to earn that credibility, you know, with the clubs and stuff as well uh, on that side of the fence. So that, that was tough. Um, um, yeah, but like I said, I was lucky to have Steve by my side. When did you realise that I can do this? Um, yeah, sort of first three or four years, it's very much recruiting. Um, so we just went out and recruited a number of young players. Um, and I enjoyed that side of it, getting out, meeting people, watching. I think I've got a decent eye for a footy player. So um, then you start to see those younger guys come through and, and they're, a lot of them are now playing first grade, which is pretty cool. So that's obviously when I thought we're going okay here. Uh, I thought as, as a couple of guys who played Q Cup who have gone on and did really well and they, and they didn't make their debuts until the back, I think well into their 20s. You know, Matt Parcell was one. Mm. Got to Brisbane um, then went down to Manly, he's now playing over at Hull KR, and Kurt Cable was another. So, scouted sort of both of those guys out of the Q Cup. Kurt was 26, I think, 25 when he made his debut at Cronulla. Played about 100 games of Q Cup. So, that's when I thought, you know, I'm going okay here. You know, we're, mm. we're identifying good players who have gone on and kicked at the back end or in the middle of their careers. So, that was. That was pretty satisfying as well. We're talking to Clint Shevkovsky. He's one of the partners of GS Sports Management about life after football, small business in sports as well. And as a player agent, 
Chock, what's the hardest thing about looking after so many sports sportsmen and women? I think they're all different. Um, you know, so you've got to really work on building that relationship and that's where the trust comes and, and you just sort of work out what makes them tick and, and, and what how they're going to perform their best and, and putting those things around them to help them do that. You know, you, you've got a pretty important part to play in that. So I think that's, that's, that's a really, really big part of it. Um, yeah, so, and like I said, Steve was always really hands-on with me as a player so that's sort of the way i look at it as well but like i said a lot of players are different some guys need the attention or want a little bit more attention than others and that's that's what you need to work out has have you found that the role of the manager particularly with the footy clubs has changed a lot since you were playing uh, absolutely yeah when i when i sat some well i didn't get major until i was 18 19 i think you know like I said earlier on, you can sign kids at the age of 15, which I think is not great. Uh, there's a bit of talk that that might change to 17 in, in rugby league, which I think would be a positive. Um, so, yeah, definitely a lot more hands-on. You know, with social media has come into the game. Um, you know, there's, there's so many other things. <laughs> Mobile phones have come into the game, all that sort of stuff. So there's, there's a lot of things, a lot of moving parts compared to back when... I played and had an agent and that type of stuff. So, yes. Do you wake up some nights in a in a cold sweat <laughs> at 2.30 or 3 o'clock in the morning when your phone rings, Chalk, and you think... And it's off-season. Oh, what's happened? What's one of my players done? <laughs> yeah, look, you have, like I said, they're, they're some of the bumps in the road that you encounter, but you, yeah, Steve always said you're picking your stick and yeah, we've, luckily we've got some really good guys who, you know, who do the right things and... and I suppose in the game in general, you hear a lot of the negative publicity, but yep. you, 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 that's only the, the the minority. The majority of the guys that are awesome to deal with, you know, good people, family men, husbands, um, fathers, really, really good guys. And I think we've got a great game and, and, and a really good product. And you know, I just wish you heard a lot more of the good stories. Yeah, exactly. Um, before we let you go, and there's a really good opportunity here to, to give your company, GS Sports Management, a, a bit of a plug and, and how strong you are in the market. Just tell us some of the some of the marquee players that you've got on your books right now at a lot of the clubs in the NRL. Um, yeah, so some of, the, look, some of the players have done really well over the last few years. We've got Ryan Pappenhausen down at Melbourne, who's, who's going tremendous. Harry Grant, who was outstanding in his origin <laughs> debut at the back end of last year. Uh, Cameron Murray at South Sydney, so... Um, Sammy Verrills at the Roosters mm. yeah another good little hooker he had a tough year last year he did his ACL and the year before won a comp you know as a 19 year old so I think he'll have a massive year this year uh, Zach Lomax at the uh, Dragons and, and also on Union as well we've got a young kid called Angus Bell he's a loose head prop made his test debut against the All Blacks last year as a 19 year old which mm. is just unheard of um, <laughs> Another young number 10 at the Waratahs called Bill Harrison, who's going to be a really good player, left-foot kicker, which is, which is really sought after in rugby. So we've got a couple of good rugby boys as well, which is exciting. Hey, just again, and you just mentioned Harry Grant. Can you give a bit of an insight, without giving away too much, uh, Clinton, about Harry Grant? Because I've spoken to you at length. This is a kid that's been on this earth before, hasn't he, Like in when it comes to football intelligence? Oh, it's amazing. Uh, he's very similar to Ryan Pappenhausen. They're a bit different, uh, obviously different characters, but just both old heads on young shoulders, super mature, um, 
and you, you watch Harry, he's just, just one of those players that has that ability to be one or two players of, ahead of everyone else. Um, also super fit, competitive, wants to win. Yeah, you look for players who tick the boxes and there's not many boxes that young man doesn't tick. He's a, he's a terrific young player and an even better kid off the field as well, which is, which is a massive positive. Well, Clinton Shifkovsky, you'll be pretty, pretty pleased to know as well that Sats voted Cam Murray in the top six best-looking blokes in NRL as well. So, no, history. Oh, in history. NRL history. In, 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 history. in, in rugby league oh. history. Yeah. <laughs> Where did you come, Sats? Did you, uh, did you pick yourself? 736. <laughs> yeah. Did you make the top 1,000? Yeah. Incredible. Uh, all right, mate. I've seen a couple of pictures of you back in the day, mate. You're okay. He has, has an age. Well, one bloke to another bloke. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that there. Uh, Clinton, appreciate awesome, your time. Guys. Mate, thank you. GS Sports Management, we appreciate it. And thanks for sharing your story about going from the game of rugby league and rugby into the business world. We appreciate your time on Sports Day. No worries, guys. I'm blessed to uh, still be involved in the game. So thanks very much. All right, let's get to work. Officeworks has everything you need to prepare yourself for the working year ahead. I'm loving these chats. They're good, aren't they? Mates. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Red Energy, for 100% Australian electricity and gas. And Kia's open season. On now with match-winning deals. Now on Sports Day, it's time for our hot topic. For expert car air conditioning service you can rely on, visit repcoservice.com. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day. If you ever wonder what happens in the commercial breaks uh, here at Sports Day, uh, Sats and I talk about the, the pretty critical things that go on in the world and mm. uh, what's working out how we're going to watch maths on Monday night. We I both love wait. it. I can't wait either. Can't wait for it. I think it's fantastic. Mm. Actually, you know what we're doing? You know that uh, Four Pines Brewing Co. is now the official beer of Sports <laughs> Day with Badge and Sats? Well, because I'll have some Four Pines Brewing Co. stuff for us. Yeah. I'll grab a couple of six-packs, and we'll go around your place and watch it. Get be- get Beck, your missus, or mm-hmm. ask Beck. That's pretty rude to call her the uh, missus. But anyway, move on. Uh, I've, I get her to uh, whip up some Sang Choi Bao for us. I'm having Sang Choi Bao tonight. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. then she can do it again Monday night for us, yep. and I'll bring the four pints. What do you reckon? Sounds all right. It's a date. Hey, hot topic time. Sporting stars have stretched the rules to their advantage, Sats. Well, There's, there's been plenty of... Ex- Examples, and this is on the back well, one of today, yeah. Ash Barty and uh, is it M- M- it's M- Mubalova, I Mubalova, think. but it's it's M- spelt Mushova, yeah, yeah, Mubalova, who uh, took a 10 minute medical break. She felt as though that she was uh overheating and getting a little bit dizzy. She used it to her advantage. She came back and ended up getting the victory well, quite comfortably, mind you. Ash Barty was a set and a break up at yes. that time, yeah, and some of the examples, um. Start of the show, and we we brought this up, and we're looking for some of the examples from from you as well. Zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. The one that comes to mind for me, and you know how much I love my boxing. Nineteen nineteen sixty three. Cassius Clay was fighting a guy called um, Henry Cooper, Sir Henry Cooper now, and Henry Cooper actually knocked him down. Yeah, and it was right at the end of round four, and he got up, and Angelo Dundee, his his trainer helped him over to the the corner, and he was he was groggy. He was out on his feet. He gave him smelling salts, which was illegal back then. And then he actually said to the referee that the seam in his right glove has the stitching's come undone. So they said, right, we're going to get some more gloves. So it was an extra couple of minutes before he put the gloves on. They taped it up, and 
got him back to his feet. That was the fourth round. In the fifth round, Cassius Clay stopped him, just cut him to ribbons above his eyes. Yeah, wow. Just and they stopped that. the fight. So Angelo Dundee used it to his advantage, seeing that his, his player was out on his feet. Cassius Clay would have had his first defeat very early on in his career. Dave from Terrigal sent us a text on 0477736736. Hey, boys, not really a rev head, but seem to remember Brocky commandeering his teammates Carter win Bathurst yeah. early in a race. Great tactic when you're the boss. <laughs> Fair enough. Exactly. Oi, you out, I'm going in. Yeah. Yeah, not a bad one. I, I mentioned earlier the, the, the time that Benny Elias bit his own arm to have Mario Fennick sent off the field in a, in a game, which costs South dearly that game. Yeah. So, um, yeah, very interesting. What Any about, others? What about rugby league fans who are our listeners who are Balmain fans? Oh. 1969 grand final, South Sydney were the overwhelming favourites. Well, your dad was playing. He was captain. They'd won 67-68, went in unbackable. Arthur Beetson was suspended. They beat the Dragons in the, the qualifying final to make the grand final, the, the Balmain Tigers. And... Um, and their, their ploy was any time this great South Sydney team got on the front foot, lay down on the ground, one of the players, because you've got to stop play, just stopped all the momentum. Very smart play. And to their credit, my dad still says today, you know, they beat us on tactics. And before the game, the big JJ Gilton Shield, apparently, dad tells the story, he was sitting down on the, on the stands so everyone can see it, and you run out past it out of the dressing sheds, the, uh, the members at the SCG. And the great late John O'Neill Lurch was sitting next to Dad in the grandstand. He said, it's an embarrassment. We've got to play these cats in this grand final. We should just go and grab the shield, do a lap of honour before the game, and go and have a couple of schooners down at the Cauliflower Hotel. Oh, no. So about two minutes to go, apparently waddled up alongside Dad. He goes, guess what? These cats are going to beat us. <laughs> <laughs> so it was good tactics. And, uh, yeah, so... There's just a couple that came to mind for me. Yeah, good ones. If mm. you've got some more, uh, 0477 736 736 or give us a call, 1300 42 15 33. This is Sports Day. That's our hot topic. You'll be blown away with car air conditioning service at Repco Authorised Service. Book at repcoservice.com. This is Sports Day for Kia's Open Season. On now with match-winning deals, Chris Nelson's got a Racing Queensland update for us. And then what are we up to after? Oh, I've got a legendary moment for you I want you to listen to. It's from the Australian Open. We'll get to that next on Sports Day. Yep. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with badge and sats. For red energy. For 100% Australian electricity and gas. And Kia's open season. On now with match winning deals. On Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is your place to race this year. It certainly is. And the man who was carving up the golf course yesterday afternoon, while the rest of us obviously were were working, uh, Chris Nelson is joining us uh, now. G'day, mates. G'day, Joe. Someone's got to do it. Got to keep fit. They always tell us to keep fit, so I was just doing my bit to keep my fitness levels up. Good man. Good man. I I guess the 30 beers you have whilst you're playing doesn't help, though, (laughs) mate, so just keep that in mind. Rightio, Racing (laughs) Queensland News. They don't want to hear this rubbish. Uh, What's happening this week? I I believe we've got the fields for Saturday out. Yeah, Eagle Farm fields for Saturday are now available, as are the fields for the Sunshine Coast. We're racing there on uh, Friday night. And, of course, we've got the uh, meeting at Doombin tomorrow afternoon, which is a twilight meeting. Kicks off about 1.21, I think it is, for uh, to be exact. And uh, as a very interesting horse 
accepted for Doombin tomorrow that is also accepted for Eagle Farm on Saturday. Now, if it runs at Eagle Farm, it's race eight, number three, best ever. If it runs at uh, Doombin, it's race five, number four, of the same name, best ever. Only had one, uh, two starts. Peter Moody used to train this one in Victoria. One on debut, pulled up lame at Moody Valley at second start, but it is beautifully bred. It's by Schnitzel from More Joyous. So you won't get a much better bred horse than that one. So really interested to see how that horse goes wherever it runs, whether it be tomorrow or Saturday. Best yes. ever. Is okay, yeah, keep, an, done. keep an eye out for that. Schnitzel, one of my favourite horses, mate, of all time. What a great horse. Yep. He certainly was. And he, his progeny loved the wet weather. And with the rain around, that's not going to worry this horse at all. Now I'm hungry too, by the way, talking about Schnitzel. Anything else? No, that's about it for today. Quiet news day today, so we'll just uh, just reporting on those uh, meetings through the weekend. Right. And tomorrow, of course, we'll have some tips for Saturday. Lovely. Uh, Queenslanders racing. The action continues this week at Durban, Eagle Farm, the Gold Coast and the Sunshine Coast. We'll chat tomorrow, mate. Will do. Thanks, Jase. Okay, the last blast is on the way next here on Sports Day. Actually, legendary moments time at the moment. Local legends want it. Search bowls clubs near me. Near me. Serena Williams is going to be our legendary moment today. Not for what she did on the court. Mm. It's what she said afterwards. I really just love her attitude. Have a listen to this. I, I feel good. I feel like, you know, I'm here and I'm happy to be here. And I got to keep going. And, you know, that's obviously the goal. And... Obviously, I have an incredible opponent to play, so um, it'd be nice to hopefully keep raising the level of my game. I'm gonna have to. It's more of a semifinal for me. It's like, first of all, I'm in the semifinal. It's pretty awesome. Um, so that's exciting. And then it doesn't matter who I'm playing really in the semifinal. It's a semifinal of a Grand Slam, and um, no one gets there by chance. So I gotta be ready. Yeah, I just love the attitude. How good is she? Yeah, I thought she was great when she advertised Australia really well, the way we handled COVID on the uh, uh, US talk show. Yeah, it was yeah. fantastic on, on Colbert. Local legends won at the Bowls Green is just up the road. Search Bowls Clubs near me. This is Sports States Open Season of Care with match-winning deals and Australia's best seven-year warranty across the range. You want to read out a text? Yeah, um, can you please tell me when Badger's back? I can't listen to the South blowing any longer. You really scraped the barrel finding him. Go the Roosters! The only foundation team. That's that's from Jacko. Thanks, Jacko. Yep. Nice uh, to nice nice of you to send a text, mate. And the also the uh, the listener. We'll get back to it soon. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.